0: Talking Galactic, the show where topics affecting us all are discussed by mother and daughter team, international psychic to the stars, Joyce Keller, and author-speaker,
1: Lane Keller. Get ready for some unconventional and thought-provoking perspectives and insights.
2: Welcome, everyone, to Talking Galactic. We are delighted to have you back, and we're delighted to be back. Here is the illustrious and most marvelous Joyce Keller, my mom. How are you, Joyce? (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh, illustrious. I love the fact that you called me illustrious. Elaine, thank you very much. And I did my radio show earlier today and your brother was on with me and he's very impressive also. I have to say, I have, look, I'm not bragging, but I have the most extraordinary children, both you and oh your my, brothers. Yes. No, I'm serious. He was just really terrific. And so are you. So thank you. Thank you for letting me join you and be a part of this and a wonderful audience.
2: Tell me what what you guys discussed today. So for people who don't know, Dr. Scott Keller is a chiropractor slash Ayurvedic naturopath.
0: Well, right. basically, yes, that's basically what we spoke about. We spoke about health and fitness and uh, shifting dimensions and how to stay well. Of course, it wasn't at all what I had started out talking about on the show, which was a, a total, <laughs> I have since <laughs> forgotten what it was, but I'm sure it had to do with shifting dimensions. And then he tuned in and started speaking about what was important to him. So, of course, right. uh, <laughs> it was fine because he always has his own agenda, which is very extraordinary also. So it's a pleasure having both of you as my offspring. So oh, my dad, well, you know.
2: as, and, and dads too, but as yes. you used to say, we still say the apple doesn't fall far
0: from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if, I think that's true, but I also know that a lot of things are not genetic and a lot of things are simply not part of hereditary causes that they're strictly our own endogenetic structure.
2: So, that's my okay. belief. But we came into you for a reason, you and dad, for a particular experience or environment that would either help us to improve, grow, change, or accomplish something, right?
0: Absolutely.
2: So... I had a very interesting experience with Sis, who is somebody that we work with at Life Source who does past life regressions. And she does them a little differently than I've experienced before. She helped me go back to my most recent incarnation prior to this one. I don't know that it was the most recent one, but it definitely felt accurate that I was painting murals and creating new worlds that were, it was divine connection to these these paintings or murals that I was doing. And I'm getting the feeling it was pastels and very large on walls. And she was quite, she, me, was quite well-known in her little village, which seemed to be on the coast of maybe Peru. No, sorry, not coast, mountain town in Peru or, or some someplace in Central America, I'm not sure. But anywho, the point is, then if I was here to help Bring forth a new vision, who would be better suited than you and dad?
0: That's true. And it's so funny because what you're saying about the murals is exactly what my cousin May does. And it's very much a genetic thing as well as a karmic thing. I know you have a problem with karma, but it's. No, I don't.
2: I don't have a problem with karma. Go ahead. Keep going. No, it
0: has to do with who we are. It's definitely part of your family structure because. I don't, I don't know how well you know May, but in the nursing home they allowed her as therapy to do murals, which are huge. Now, she was the first person to go over the Verrazano Bridge when it was first built. They, for some reason, said, okay, you're going to be first. So she did these huge murals of New York City and the Verrazano Bridge, and they're just extraordinary. They cover walls and walls and walls. And I have always done murals as well. I have been a big fan of murals, and I know that you... As a child, we're very involved with pastels and art, and that makes great sense. Uh,
2: these are on, on the sides of, of buildings. These are quite large, very large. Anyway, the, but the point is now, we travel in soul families,
0: right? Absolutely. Now, remember what you did in Brooklyn, how you created that, that mural. It wasn't all right. It wasn't pastels, but it was definitely yeah. extraordinary. Yeah.
2: Oh, that that was with dad. Yes, that was very interesting. That was the Brooklyn Bridge. That was a whole nother story. But yes, I do a lot of artwork now and pastels, watercolors, etc. The point is, though, obviously, we know we choose our parents. But are we choosing our parents to because we're comfy? If this is our soul family, and we, we like you guys, and you like us a little bit? Is that why we're here together to just keep incarnating together or how does that work exactly
0: you use a very odd word that you like the family now a lot of people really do not like the families they incarnate into like they know they're incarnating into a family that will be abusive and nasty
2: and horrible
0: they know all this but our higher consciousness says this is a very good idea because this will really work through and you'll learn so much, it'll be terrific. And you say, yes, but my dad's going to beat me all the time. And your higher consciousness says, it'll straighten out a lot of things. Go, Just go for it. You say, okay. And then that's why you don't necessarily like your situation that you're born into. So
2: I would say with us, our particular family, we do kind of like each other.
0: I would like to, Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry, when spirit comes in, I mm. lose my voice. Please oh, keep speaking.
2: Wonderful. Well, I'm glad spirit's here. Sorry you're coughing. But okay, so let's see. Where were we? What about all the kids coming in now? Obviously, we think, because we've only lived 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years or so, most of us haven't experienced the horrible deprivation during the depression, the awful calamity of world war ii yes our military and military families have suffered quite a bit in in wars but where we're at in the world is so calamitous right now that it just seems like i mean we're on the brink of a complete collapse of the food supply gas has immobilized us to a large degree gas prices i should say Wars going on all over the place. Sri Lanka is on complete financial collapse, and they're not the only ones. New Zealand, Australia, Canada, and more are in complete totalitarianism. So why would any kid want to come in right now? It seems like an awful place to be. Although, of course, there's joy here as well. Are the kids really here to help? Are they star children or crystal children or what's going on with the incoming souls?
0: Tesla was an angel. Oh, yes, I believe that for sure. So the question is.
2: These incoming souls, are they here to help?
0: Okay, the answer is absolutely. And we know that. And help is a very odd word because what we think of help is stopping wars and that kind of thing. But it may be done at a very subtle level. What I would really like to share with folks is that it's very important that you sleep. Because when we sleep, we do a huge amount of work. And a lot of that has to be done with the physical body. You have to have that connection. So you wake up really tired and you say, gee, I just slept six or seven hours. I feel really tired. The answer is, and again, I forgot the question.
2: What are the incoming souls here for? Are they here to experience a collapse of society? Or are they here to make some positive changes that we desperately need?
0: Well, obviously it's both. They're here to experience because, as Shakespeare said, the world is but a stage and you're just players on that stage. So we know that before we incarnate, and then we kind of forget it. The blinds come down and we forget everything. But the answer is yes, the star seeds and people who are coming in now, into the last 20 or 30 years, are definitely here to save the planet, but they're also here to grow as entities because a lot of them have never been here before or need the experience of being on the earth. So it's all of the above. And it depends on the individual destiny of each soul coming in. And soul families as well, it's very complicated. So it's not a straight cut answer.
2: Um, that's okay. So with the souls that haven't been here before, is this an unusual circumstance then? Or has that always been the case?
0: This is definitely unusual. This is extremely unusual. But you know what? World War II and, and all the other wars and situations that came before have always been challenging on the earth. But okay, but this is different now because not only do we have all the above that you mentioned before, but we also have shifting of awareness or some people say consciousness and slowly but surely. And that can take hundreds of years, but we're only about 20 or 30 years into it so it's going to be slow and painful and when will it end it depends on how long people take to realize what's going on you see this tremendous tremendous awakening that we just had people who were vaccinated and boosted and all of that are being told to do it again to give it to six-month-old babies and now they're saying what are they
2: please this is good news are people really
0: saying that Yes, because it's so ridiculous, so outrageous. The most stupid of stupidest people is that a good word? Yes. Are saying, you must be joking. Even people who die diehard believers in ridiculous frauds are starting to say, you must be joking. A six-month-old baby who has natural immunity, stop it.
2: Thank God. And Fauci, it's like the ridiculousness factor has been ratcheted up to such a degree that there is no way that you can't see that this is a farce. And by the way, Fauci, Dr. Faustus, come on. You oh, know, yeah, he has COVID. You know, COVID. Remember the, the famous play, Dr. Faustus, The Seven Deadly Sins? The absurdity level is so through the roof, How can anyone not see that this is a farce that's being played out
0: before us? Yes. Okay. That has accelerated human consciousness, which is a beautiful thing. So I I say thank you to all the billionaires who perpetuated this hoax on society and who are now trying in the death throes to keep it going. So it's really a beautiful thing. And then on top of that, we have all this other madness that you mentioned before. It's Mm -hmm. all coming together and the most diehard people whose eyes were totally closed are signed to say, maybe television is not 100% accurate. Who's saying this, people in your world? Well, I do a lot of readings, as you know, yeah. and I really come across a lot of people from all over the world. And I'm a little shocked that people who were self soaked into the AMA and into all of the above, are actually starting to come around. You're not experiencing that,
2: maybe because I am hoping against hope that there is going to be some real big awakening. Now, understand, I do live a bit of a cloistered life. I'm very up on news and what's happening, but I don't have that much connection with the 3D world by choice because it's a matter of self-preservation. And so, I have not personally experienced awakenings now i've tried to get on twitter and places like that to see are people being shaken up or not and i haven't seen too much indication of it so this is why
0: i'm very happy to hear what you're saying yes i'm noticing a huge change it's very slow it's very painful and it's like you want to take people and say come on (laughs) come on now but good for you elaine for the work that you're doing that's really terrific oh
2: well, you're you're very you, yeah. I mean, you started it. I mean, come on. This is what we were talking before about picking and choosing our families. Uh, Did we choose each other to help support us and to give us the foundation that we needed? The answer is yes. In my situation and my brother's, even though he may not admit it,
0: (laughs) (laughs) It 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 doesn't matter.
2: But we were talking about something else very interesting. Before we go on to the next thing, I just want to pick up what we were talking about before we started taping, which was a very unusual conversation to be had between a mother and daughter, I think. In that you were told some time ago when you would be leaving this planet. Is that correct? You were yes. given ages.
0: Right. Well, and, we
2: all. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. But this happens to everyone. We all have doors of exit.
2: I was asking you very nicely if you could just stick around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's
0: really the <laughs> nicest thing anyone has ever said to me that I, I should stay know. here. <laughs> uh, that's fair. I appreciate that. Yeah. Is, so that, selfish? Ex- was, is you- that selfish to say that? No, it's very kind because you know that I'm very honest and I'm very dedicated to raising consciousness. So yeah. I would be a, a, a bad person to lose. That's not an egotistical thing to say. It's because I know that I'm dedicated to service.
2: This is not a false compliment, but you really are an angel on earth. And here's why. Not because of, you said before that Tesla was an angel. Yes, I see that very clearly. So self-sacrificing was he? So advanced, just genius, unparalleled, just completely overlooked. You also, you've been here plugging away, and you have personally touched thousands. And I don't mean through radio. I mean, I run into people all the time and say, oh, I know your mother.
0: (laughs) She's been around a long time.
2: (laughs) It's about length of time. It's about the breadth of connection. Not only have you touched people personally through the readings, and I've experienced your readings and the times when we lived together or we were physically close, I heard what your readings were about. I've seen them. Frankly, what does an angel do? An angel helps transition, helps explain, helps bring light and laughter, helps modify the situation. What else do angels do? They heal. They heal. They awaken. They bring a sense of Joy that you're not in this alone, and these are the things that you have done. So, awesome. I'm not, nice, sorry. thank you. <laughs> okay, so that's my plea for you to just stick around a while longer, if you don't mind.
0: <laughs> I, I appreciate that very much. Again, we have the exit doors; everybody has them.
2: You were saying also that Dad and the whole family comes to you all the time. It's almost like you're living in two worlds at once.
0: <laughs> Absolutely but that's okay. It's true of everyone. We just don't remember. And it's really such a shame. The only way most of us remember our dream state or this interaction, this tremendous interaction that we have is if we wake up abruptly or somebody wakes us up and you you come back in your body very abruptly, or you suddenly realize you have to go to the bathroom. You'll suddenly have such an awareness of the astral or the non-physical connection Thank you very much for all that you said, Lane. I really do appreciate it.
2: Aside from the fact that, you know, we love you and we like being
0: around you. (laughs) I think I'm a lot of fun. I think you are fun, too. I mean, I think fun is so important. I was listening to what Tesla was telling me today. And he said, it's so important to have fun and to enjoy your life. And he really tried to enjoy his life.
2: He strikes me as being so solitary. I mean, I know he had his beautiful pigeon. And pigeons, because he was friends to all of the birds, but he seems so solitary and lonely.
0: Yes, he was absolutely solitary and lonely because no one understood him. And he was so ahead of his time. But he was even friends with Einstein, of the greatest teachers of his time. He said, no, no, we're friends. Like, you know, we're friends. But I just. Right. Right. um, That whole gang of
2: them. Mm -hmm. Keely, whom we're going to be talking about in a moment. Who else? Oh, gosh. He had a lot of contemporaries. That was a very interesting time.
0: That was an amazing time. He came in. Now, Marconi wasn't a problem. I think that was all right. But he really clashed Was it with Einstein. I forgot what he told me. But he said that even with Einstein, he said his theories were totally wrong. He said, but we were still friends. And he said he was well-intentioned. So I thought that was really very noble of him. He said the main problem was Einstein is that he did not hear the music of the universe. Oh, what a shame. Yes, he said Einstein's a great guy, but he missed the most important factor.
2: Okay. okay, on that note, we need to introduce Neil Wilson, who has popped in from the UK. Well, I'm going to unmute him. Hi, Neil. <laughs>
0: One second. Hello, he
1: pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you both.
0: Oh, oh Neil, yeah. thank you. Yes. Great
2: to have um, you with us. <laughs> Neil is the host of one of our illustrious shows. And I do mean illustrious, again, sorry to overusing that word tonight, but it seems to be- No, I like dead. it. <laughs> <laughs> so Neil has a, a show that he hosts called Unlocking the Code. It's incredibly intriguing. And it goes down deep into the mysteries of the planet and the universe. Here's where the other shows fall short and where Neil's takes off is he's connecting them. And he's unlocking the code of the universe and what it all means, why we've been through it, what we're going through now, and where we're headed. Neil, did I describe that accurately?
1: <laughs> Probably better than I could.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's beautiful.
1: You have a wonderful way
0: with words, Blaine. Yeah. Um, and he so- always did. Always. <laughs>
2: Neil is our wordsmith. He writes beautiful words. The, the thing is, and Neil said this week, hey, I'd really like to have a conversation with Tesla and Keely and Edison and whoever else might be here, because Neil, I'm going to let you talk, but he basically is doing an immense amount of research. And really, I think to get it from people who really know the answers would be of an immense help.
0: Yeah, Neil, may I ask you a question, please? Is yeah. your is your book unlocking the code
1: it's not a book that i'm writing it's a series of videos that i'm doing at the moment but it will probably turn into a book
0: yes because there's a beautiful book called unlocking the code and your name is on the cover so it's in the works
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it's wonderful to know and of course i'm humbled by that because i'm just i'm just a humble guy i just know a lot. It, it's really interesting listening to you speak tonight because fascinating conversation by the way while I was in the in the shadows listening to you both. Ah uh, um,
0: sweet very sweet of
1: you. Do uh, you know what's really intriguing is the connection that you two have together right and well, you can, feel, you can actually <laughs> feel it as you listen to it. it it's amazing. It's, absolutely it's so funny. Incredible.
0: Thank you Neil. I have to just say something about Elaine about the fact that um Oh, this is so personal, but I have to tell you anyway, oh. but no, before, before she was conceived, this is more embarrassing for me than for you. She was a full grown female standing next to my bed when my husband and I were in bed together and she was waiting for conception. That's all I can say about it. But then she was <laughs> conceived very shortly after that. <laughs> so... But So I think that that's all I wanted to say about that. But So I know that she knows what she's doing. Me, I'm not so sure, but I know that she knows. <laughs> Neil, tell us about your videos. Well, they're,
1: they're, they're all about, what's the word I'm looking for? They're all about connecting everything, because everything's connected to everything, as you know. Everything you do, everything you say, or every action, every reaction is all leads back to the same point, and everything connects to it. And reality is all about our created reality our own personal created reality and the reality that's created by others so what i'm trying to do in a sense is bring it all together make sense of it all try to show people that what they do and what they don't do matters equally and when they do it and why also matters equally as well and the intent that they put behind those actions is so important in, in getting the results that they wish for their reality. But it goes even deeper than that. I haven't even touched the surface yet with this. But what I'm finding, and I need some help with, is that the history doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, there is, there, you know, and I'm, I'm not a historian, but I, I know I have a lot of knowledge and I'm able to connect dots that other people can't. But I'm not able to connect anything mid-18th century through to the early 20th century. It's all as if it's just a blend of mixed of rubbish. It's just like it's been made up. And yes,
0: that's true.
1: It doesn't gel. It doesn't join itself. <laughs> and there's no actual pattern to it. I need some help to actually unravel this... Mystery of what went on during the early part of the 1800s and up until the mid or last part of the 1800s, something happened.
0: <laughs> something can you tell big. us? Uh, can you tell us why Healy works with
1: you? Healy doesn't work with me. I work with everybody. I
0: just find no, information as a spiritual force. You're saying he's
2: here, right? Mom? He's he's. I like- don't know. I
0: just know that oh, okay. Healy is working around like his essence is with Neil.
1: I'm just wondering, you know, more. Yeah, that's interesting because what what happened was when I was researching Tesla, right? Lane and I had a conversation and I don't know if she remembers this, but I mentioned Keely in a a conversation when we were mentioning Tesla and there was no reason for me to do that. I was just searching for answers because I couldn't connect Keely with Tesla. There, There seems to be a gap. (laughs)
2: they did know each other there was a letter one wrote to the other I forgot which way but they were connected in some way
1: yes but not in the way that you would think it's almost as if they were at different tangents one was going in one direction and the other was going in the other direction and yet both of them needed each other in order to achieve what they achieved which is quite interesting and quite I, I find that fascinating in every respect it's a bit like having two poles of a spinning top right yes North but i'm and hearing
0: you are a connecting link between the two of them
1: right <laughs> that probably explains why then yeah,
0: absolutely uh,
1: so the, the question is right that either one of them can answer i guess is what happened in the world a, a cataclysmic event happened, something something that has been erased from history because it was so cataclysmic that nobody remembers
0: what happened. Well, you but, both know the answer. You and Blaine both know. In the 1800s? Oh, but it, it manifested starting at that time there was awareness coming through, like the crystalline energy started kicking in and moving the carbon energy to the side as the Atlantean destruction memory started kicking in. I don't have the proper words to put it into a way that we can understand it, but that's the best I can do with it. It has to do with old Atlantean energies almost waiting until human consciousness in the 1800s were were capable of understanding it and bringing it into the human consciousness.
1: That explains a little bit because obviously there is definitely a change in consciousness, but For me, I look at the practical side as well as the spiritual side. That's where information comes from. So in a sense, I'm kind of mixing science with spirituality. That's probably the best way to describe it. But the, the science of the time is not the science after the time of this gap. It seems to have gone backwards rather than forwards. And that concerns me because it doesn't make any sense. What happened to the science of the time that was so far advanced of anything that, that was even thought of up until very recently, probably in the last two decades, last 20 years, there's suddenly been a resurgence of that technology that was available towards the end of the 1800s, which I find hard to understand how that disappeared. I know there was a war, but yeah. that doesn't explain how
0: it Vanished from the world. <laughs> uh, can either one of you explain to us, please, what a time warp is? Mm-hmm. I
1: would class a time warp as being a change to the timeline that uh, changes events that were due to happen or changes events that have happened to make them not happen and resets it <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to a point prior to the point of that actually happening?
0: Is it possible, that that's the answer to your question, that it's a reset in time with time missing? And the fact that there's such a huge time gap between Earth and other dimensions, or there's no time, there's a different time. You have a lot of overlapping time situations. But time you. isn't a constant. There's, time is not a constant. It's not, con- exactly. And that's, I think, what's part of the problem
1: it's interesting because it's not a scientific explanation here. It, there isn't one.
0: <laughs> there right. just isn't. Okay. All right. right.
1: As far as I'm aware, but it would make sense if somebody did something in the past that changed the future, something that they shouldn't have done or did deliberately.
0: Well, that was done in Atlantis, though. That's part of what caused the destruction of Atlantis. They shouldn't have done that. They did a lot of things they shouldn't have done. What's
2: the connection between Tartaria and Atlantis?
0: Oh, they're telling me that you know the answer to that. (laughs) Oh,
2: do I?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we probably do, but we just haven't found it yet. Okay. Um,
2: Tartaria was not fiddling around, was not playing God. Tartaria seemed to be on an upward swing, quite evolved at least technologically evolved, I don't know how they were spiritually, because we have so little information on them. They're only just now surfacing.
1: Now, there was a machine, right, that I hmm. remember seeing a lot of. And it was just an upright machine which was powered from, I guess, earth energy through a battery. But the difference was there was a soul or an image within this globe that was on top of a stand. And there was a conversation going on between this entity who was in it and the person who created it. I just wondered what that purpose of that was, because it would explain quite a lot to understand that. And it was a cult as well. It had a cult connotations because Keeley was part of that process. He actually created this machine that potentially either is a holographic image of a spiritual soul energy or is some form of communications device to the past or the future now that's me pushing the boundaries a lot but it makes sense
0: thing is that you and healy work together in
2: Atlantis.
0: we're talking about keely how do you spell his name because i'm getting the vibration about the name k-e-e-l-e-y correct Okay, you both were scientists together in Atlantis. Now, wait a minute. Okay. Then they're jumping forward in their, this like a space, and they're saying, well, as we go through the fourth dimension to the fifth, the fifth will be totally holographic. So you're not getting enough information because it would be deleterious, it would not be correct for you to have it at this time, because you're supposed to be dealing with the third to the fourth dimension, and yet you're way beyond that. So they're saying you're getting hints of it, Neil. Kayleigh, um, is smiling. He's standing next to you. He says, I'm right here. (laughs) I'm really not familiar with him, but he said that he worked powerfully with crystals in Atlantis with you. That was working with holographic energy at that time. It was like very, very advanced. That's the way I'm perceiving it. I'm trying to get it as correctly as possible, but we're just not ready for that now. He works very much
2: with frequencies. He was where Einstein should have been, I think, in terms of that connection Mm -hmm. that that's what I was talking about absolutely
1: so he tapped into the soul energies when he shouldn't have so he was out of his time too
0: absolutely totally so they're saying you must be very frustrated Neil
1: actually it's not frustration it's just that I am by my own admission a very deep thinker and I spin things in my head and my mind works out the answers eventually and once it has enough information, it then gives me the answers to the questions that I've asked. Sometimes it can take months, weeks.
2: I think you put your finger on Neil because he is very much of two worlds at once. He is of a etheric vibration and pondering these very left brain issues. Like since that's where the word frustration came from, Neil, you're not frustrated, but your efforts are being frustrated. In other words, the information is not being made available to you right now. And that is a frustration of your efforts. But I had to correct one thing, Neil, because I don't know if you remember, we were in a deep conversation about something or other, and the Arcturians gave me the Keeley name.
0: Yes, remember? they did. That's right. We no, were, I you know, that. That yes.
2: And then okay. I said Keeley. I think his first name is John, correct? Correct. John Hi. Keeley. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I know enough to know that he worked highly with frequencies and was the precursor to just the awakening we've had with the Sophagio frequencies and numbers. He worked with numbers too, didn't he? So all the connection of these, let's call them more esoteric, energy, vibration-based sciences.
1: It's really interesting that you should say that because I'm
0: actually working on base 12
1: mathematics at the moment as well.
0: (laughs) Do do either one of you feel... That our mathematical system is totally wrong
1: yes (laughs) always have (laughs) from a child from a very young child always thought it was wrong it doesn't make any sense it shouldn't be that
0: difficult one of the purposes of your current incarnation deal is to correct the system because the numerical orders and what we understand is totally wrong
1: the thing is there are so many guides out there that and so many What's the word I'm looking for. There are so many red flags for our current mathematics system compared to the maths that we should be using.
0: That well, that's, you're going to be changing what, what people that. People you're very
1: instrumental. <laughs> they should notice these things. It's not well, difficult.
2: Where is the problem in the math as you see it? Where, where is it fo- falling down?
1: It, it doesn't. It, the thing is with with maths, the once once the it worked base 10 works to a point right but yes. once you start putting in theoretical maths and you start looking at the connections to the etheric world and vibrational energies and and all of that then it starts to break down because it can't it doesn't connect it that's doesn't- right
0: it doesn't have sustenance you're absolutely correct that's why you were born you're part of the shifting of the uh, basis of what we know as math it's like that's one of your jobs so (laughs) that's very important that you have a format or that you get the word out not only with your videos but with your writings and and unlocking the code and all of that so you might be correcting a lot of the misconceptions that we're dealing with now way to go neil
2: you better get to work Neil. That's quite,
1: <laughs> That's quite humbling. But yes, I tend to agree with you because once you do take it to base 12, it, it all slots into place. Everything makes perfect sense. You no longer have a limit. The, the limits go. There, there's no there's no theoretics. You're actually there. It, it, it's like it's a barrier. They've set yes. up a barrier between the etheric world and
0: our world. Well, what's yes. one- Yes, that's you're right. That's, supposed to, that's right. You're supposed to. I, I don't have where Crystallize the infinite numerological numerical <laughs> system. You're supposed to. Oh. You're supposed to. Does that make any sense to anyone?
2: Brilliant.
1: That's brilliant. Wow. Well, yes, sense. it does. It makes perfect sense because crystals do hold mathematics. They they hold, they hold the creational mathematics, the geometry. The actual life energies that we all have—what's the word? It's difficult to put the terms into place because that's right. It's concepts way beyond anybody's understanding, I guess.
0: Even no, mine. but not—it's not beyond yeah. your understanding, though. <laughs> yes, you have dealt with this in the past, and slowly but surely, mm-hmm. the layers are being peeled away. And while you don't give yourself credit for it, you're being given that awareness it's coming to the it's bubbling up to the surface so because of your humility you're kind of backing away from it but it's coming up and out and that's one of the reasons you're here
2: i'm getting an image of him in middle ages with the velvet robes and the big floppy berets you know the big berets with the feather in it yeah and with a quill in his hand not monk but a scholar of some sort mathematician scholar is that ringing any bells
0: he's a mathematical (laughs) philosopher Yes. hmm. Okay. up philosopher, yeah. That's so he funny. was able to combine the left and the right sides of the brain is what you're saying. And that's definitely true.
2: I think Neil was just looking for some insight, guidance from our scientific collective.
0: Well, would you I, said,
1: Elaine. It seems I got a lot more than I, I bargained for.
0: No, but <laughs> what, what Elaine said about the velvet beret, I saw it too. And it's like black velvet beret and the whole the whole outfit but he was just playing a part at that time. But his true wisdom could only be let out in the little trips and drags. What happened during the Middle Ages, it
1: was a time of great, of greatness. There were massive cities. You can't describe them. They were that beautiful. Yet at the time, there was um, also some sort of darkness that descended during that time to sort of darken the world mm. in some way. And whether that was from this planet or another is a question that needs- uh, When there were battles,
0: it was obvious. There was killing and so forth, but this now, what we're going through now is so sneaky and so insidious that people don't acknowledge or recognize for the most part, just how great the battle really is. They think it's a time of relative peace and serenity, but it's not because yeah. it's like one of the most underhanded, sneakiest, insidious i don't have words of destruction of mankind which is worse than any battle
2: the planet is under hostile takeover from start to end we are in the battle royale the battle of all battles this is going on in the future as we're talking and in the past and the present it's all at once and we've come Back to meet ourselves, if that makes any sense. This is what I was asking about the incoming kids, the incarnations that are happening right now. It's like all hands on deck now. This is it. Absolutely. I, I,
1: I agree with that. I think that, you know, we all know, we all feel that we've, been, we've done this before. And the only way we can actually know that is to actually have lived it before and lived another life before, or lives, or, you know, another incarnation, if you want to call it that. Whatever it is. Another soul journey. There was a reason why we lived those journeys over and over and over and over again to take us to this point because there are very few people in the past who lived lives like hers that are able to remember moving forwards at some point. All that information just is there. And now I often say to myself, how do I know that? <laughs> when I get an answer <laughs>
0: because you're and very I, smart.
1: <laughs> I, I sit there and I smile. Right now I'm looking around me thinking, who told me that? You know, where did that come from? It's a bit like having somebody whispering in your ears the answers to some really deep questions. (laughs) And you shouldn't really know the answers to, but you know them now. Once you realize that you know them, it opens up a whole plethora of of possibilities. And it's just amazing. But coming back to your war, yes, we are and have been involved in this continuous battle for, I guess, a long time. <laughs> yeah. There are no words for how long this is, we've been doing this. This is um, the
0: most sneaky, this is the sneakiest of battles, though.
1: Yeah. If, if, you go, if they go back in time and they change things, right, and they change key factors, then people do not remember them because those factors are no longer part of their reality at that time so therefore they can't remember them so when they reincarnate into their new soul journey they don't have the memories that they should they've been actually adjusted and that could be part of what we're actually feeling and why they're still so connected to the other side so to speak and why we can't seem to break through those barriers and actually get through to them and their understanding of what they should know, because they can't know. They don't have the ability to know. So (laughs) it puts it everything back onto everyone who has done this before, which is why we're so important because without us, there, there wouldn't be anything. Literally.
2: I was just wondering, did the scientific collective, I know they don't like us to use names. Do they have any other answers? I know they don't like to give answers but direction or information
0: no they don't mind giving answers but what is it okay ne- the question is how do we stop this
1: how do well, we stop that
0: how okay. do we stop
1: this perpetuality of motion that, that they've put into place
0: well for one thing you have to stop basic dumbing down which is fluoride and all of the above but fluoridation and some uh, acknowledgement of truth the fact that Our textbooks are wrong. Our timelines are wrong. Everything has to be realigned and acknowledged. And nobody is really stepping up to the plate and saying, you know, that's right. <laughs> On the bright side, people are starting to have time lapses and they're saying, well, yeah, we just over there and now I'm over here. Or, I was just in Rome and now I'm here. So there's a certain kind of breaking through that causes a degree of optimism.
2: I think there'd be a number of people to step forward and recorrect the history books and so forth. Everyone in this field of trying to do good and trying to make, impactful changes has to deal with real life challenges and no one is wealthy. There's no billionaires in the mix. All we've got are people who are trying to food prepare on the side, take care of their families and pay mortgages and run shows and do research and help humanity. It's not practical. The group that's trying to make the changes needs some help so that they're not lone voices in the wilderness
0: about
2: there's many people many many people out there plugging away trying to correct the situation many who have died along the way
0: yes so you're talking about survival versus uh, spreading the truth like how can you spread the truth when you have to go to work well that's exactly what the cosmic energy is trying to do now they're trying to take away the need for a mundane existence They're saying, well, no, you don't have to do that. What we have to do now is be real. So talking about reality versus illusion. And that's, I think, the greatest test to see what is the illusion. The illusion is the third dimension where we're forced to be slaves. So it's getting out of that slave mentality and acknowledging our higher consciousness. I don't know if that answers the question at all. I don't remember what the question was.
2: Well, if you acknowledge more than acknowledge, you embrace the higher consciousness in God's will, it will be done and you will not suffer hardship. And then you can let go of the struggle. You still have to pay those gosh darn bills where the mundane does not go away by lifting yourself into the fifth dimension.
0: No, it will go away. It is going away. It's the same way that so much of society was shut down, so many of the churches and all of that, that's all mundane. There is a real change. The reason our higher consciousness is plural, plural, (laughs) a universal consciousness has allowed this to happen to the planet so suddenly is that we're being forced into reality.
2: Well, a certain level of society, let's say, is being forced to face a reality that for many of us no longer exists we have completely removed ourselves energetically, spiritually from that reality. It's just that every once in a while, you've got something that pulls you back in. You've got a kid who's vaccinating or a mortgage payment that you don't have money in the bank for. There's a million little things. I guess there is no question, but if they're lifting the mundane for us, I guess that's the answer. They're going to make
0: it go away. Some of it is so obvious like this vaccination of six-month-old children and people who are going along with that.
2: Okay, we're talking about multiple subjects here at once. Right. Talking, they said in order to stop this, Neil's questions, how do we get out of this? Well, stop dumbing it down, acknowledging of truth and so that's, that's on. The right. whole army of do-gooders that we are part of, we can get this done in a heartbeat. If we simply had a little financial help,
0: oh, you're talking about financial help.
2: We could turn the ship around, right, Neil?
0: Yes. But, but our higher teachers don't really care that much about financial help. That's the problem. They mm-hmm. care about consciousness, and the raising of consciousness. <laughs> so we have a conflict. You're talking about money, and they're talking about well awareness. Sorry, can I just jump yeah. in here? There is
1: different types of money, right? There is paper money that they Print, and then there's rocks that we can sell, right? (laughs) Just thought I'd throw that in the mix.
0: But Neil, I don't understand the question.
1: Okay, the question is, in order to engage them at their level, we need to be at their level in order to engage them, (laughs) if that makes any sort of sense. When you
0: say them, who are we talking about?
1: We're talking about those that are causing the issues here. Okay. The real, the real problem, the actual top of the tree issue. We know we've caused this ourselves, right? We know humanity has pressed the wrong buttons and has self-destructed itself, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh
0: huh.
1: But they were guided to do that by something. So that something is what we need to engage and eradicate.
0: Well, we're talking about right. their lack of evolution, their lack of dealing with the truth and growth. It's like going to school. Sure, kindergarten is easier than the first grade. The first grade, you're going to have homework or something. You have to have a notebook. Mm -hmm. Whereas kindergarten, you have blocks, so much better. It's just a matter of resisting evolution.
1: Okay. But the, the question is, right, and this is another question, another little conundrum that's been spinning in my brain for a long time, is the previous civilizations that reached technological greatness throughout the planet and probably beyond our planet so to speak what happened to them (laughs) where did they go why did they suddenly disappear what happened to them
0: why do you think they disappeared
1: because nothing remains of them apart from the writings that they did at the time or (sighs) books or just Residual energies, nothing remains of them.
0: Can you be more specific?
1: Yes, I can. I would say pre the pyramid builders, very much back towards the first sentient beings on this planet. That brings me to another question. Where did we fit into this all of a sudden? We obviously didn't come from an amoeba, right? So... We must have come from somewhere.
0: Why do you think we didn't come from an an amoeba or a smaller, whatever is smaller than an amoeba?
1: Because that theory doesn't resonate at all with reality. From an amoeba, you can't create all life,
0: a
2: diversity of life. Maybe you can. What is smaller than an atom? Electron, proton, neutron. There's a a neutrino. Right. Yeah, they're all
1: small. They talk about the god particle, right? So isn't that
0: it? Isn't that the god particle?
1: Well, it, it, it makes sense in a way, because if you look at everything, everything has a geometric pattern. Everything comes back to geometry. It, it's, it's a very deep question.
0: Go back to what you asked before, though, about...
1: Yes. Now, here's, here's the conundrum, right? All of the cities that populated the Earth are now under the Earth. The only thing that remains above ground is that which they used to power their civilizations.
0: How do you know that? What is that? I just what know would it. that what I, would I don't that know mean? how I know it. What powered their civilizations? Well,
1: they must have had access to technologies that were beyond us. They must have been, they must have been Earth energies at that time similar to what tesla was using during his time how do you know they weren't
0: crystalline energies or crystal energy
1: interesting okay
0: because that's primarily so that would
1: explain why why the the geology doesn't make any sense either that's
0: right (laughs) absolutely that's right and tesla was so caught up in loving electricity and the importance of electricity and understanding what it is so we don't have the slightest idea of what it is even at this time
1: so they stored their knowledge in the crystals
0: yeah
1: they stored their energy in crystals so in a sense it was almost like a zero point module for all energy i just can't find the right words to describe it it's it's a bit like it's a bit like reaching into the darkness with a hand and try to pluck, pluck light <laughs> from the darkness <laughs> um, Okay, so humanity was created from crystals. That would explain our affinity with everything and our connection to everything. Because then all the energies we feel and we take on board become part of our creation, created reality.
0: Why do you think humanity was created
1: from crystal? I don't.
2: I think you're talking crystalline energy. I'm
1: talking about the energies that the crystals contained.
2: Okay, so crystalline energy. You had said something a moment ago about it. I forgot the exact statement.
1: That and the knowledge and the knowledge that was contained within that. So
2: we're not from. From you said what's smaller than an atom?
1: We went on to energies and we went on to God particle and then you said something about crystals. And crystalline entities. The one thing that strikes me as strange and as interesting is that when you dig downwards into the earth, you find something that you didn't expect to find. You find a city or you find an object or you find a rock that nobody has ever seen before or whatever. It doesn't matter where you are. You could do it in your back garden. You could do it anywhere. If you dig down far enough, you're going to find something. And all throughout our supposed histories, we are coming across civilizations that built these huge cities. They built these huge grand monuments to themselves and others. And that doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't make any sense. It's as if they shouldn't be there. What are they doing there?
0: (laughs) Well, it's human ego. It's a monument to themselves. You just said it correctly. They're just honoring themselves rather than digging more deeply into etheric knowledge. They're saying, how great am I?
1: Then that leads us into the different types of people, the different ethnic groups that we have, the different, for for one of a better word, we've had giants, for example, giant skeletons, and we've had animals that we can't explain why they're there, why these skeletons are there, and yet there's nothing to tie them all together. There's nothing to tie one generation to another. It's as if those ties have been cut.
2: Was that the question then? What ties them together, these different eras?
1: It's as if they reached a certain level, and then they just vanished for a period of time, which was a great period of time. It wasn't just you know, a, 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 a click of the fingers in time, we're talking a vast amount of time before Neil, the next came along.
0: Yeah, but Neil, how do you know that they quote, quote, seem to have died off, but may have gone to a different planet, understanding that there are billions and billions of planets, of course, in infinite universes. Why would you think they would disappear and not go somewhere else?
2: Hmm. Or leave this dimension. Maybe they're right here, they're just interdimensional.
0: But then
1: if they all left, then what, who was left behind?
0: I think the evolutionary process brings in hopefully higher and better all the time, although you wouldn't know it from our current existence, but we're supposed to be evolving and they're not disappearing. I don't think anything can be destroyed or die. There's no such thing as destruction or death, really. It's just change. So I would say that they're in a different form. And you asked why you couldn't see them. Well, why can't you see a, a UFO? Because the frequency is different. Why can't you see blades of a fan when they turn? Because the frequency is different. I mean, it's all there, nothing dies.
1: you are definitely making my mind tonight.
2: I don't know. That they're really gone. They're not gone. They're, they're different. Just, they're they're
0: changed. The frequency changes.
2: And there could be multiple types of entities, for lack of a better word, here at the same time.
0: Absolutely. The reptilians are around. Everybody's around. They're all here.
2: They're here, and here. We can feel and see them, unfortunately. But I'm talking about we could be occupying the same space at the same time.
0: Absolutely.
1: Now, now we have it. Now it all makes a lot more sense.
0: I don't think so. But anyway, nice of you to say that.
1: <laughs> oh, it does. Because... there's one thing we haven't mentioned here and that is what humanity calls ghosts right time and time slips and you know and talking to the astral world and that connection
2: well that leads us to a whole nother can of worms so I think for now though unless there's anything else critical to impart we need to wrap this up. Even,
0: well, I'm honored <laughs> to be with both of you. So it's my great pleasure. Thank you very much. We're honored to be with you. <laughs>
1: that, that is reciprocated a thousand times. Thank you. Thank you for the, Thank you for the insights because I believe that
0: this was necessary to have this conversation. <laughs> um, well, we just love hearing from you and we look forward to your book, which we know is going to be coming soon, Unlocking the Code. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. That's cool. In the meantime, we will look for your videos.
2: It's a series on Life Source channels YouTube, Brighteon, Spotify, Anchor, and you can find us at lifesource.global.
0: And good job, Lang Keller.
2: We have an army of incredibly tapped in individuals who are not just intellectually smart, but are spiritually very connected and bring in all sorts of amazing information so i do urge everyone to tune in and this show and neil's show only being two of the marvelous <laughs> productions that we offer so that sounded like a sales call i liked it. i thought no, it was
1: great i think it's great what you just said i think it's great it's not just about one person's it's everybody coming together at the right time to get this done without each other we'd be nothing <laughs>
0: thank you both very very much
2: thank you and thanks to our incredible collective that always comes in to help we really appreciate it <laughs> yes Maybe honor
0: it.
1: honor honor them <laughs> they love it
2: <laughs> well, thank, you. Love it thank anytime, you anytime all right thank you very much bye everyone much bye luck. thank you
1: bye bye bye, bye. Hugs, thank hugs, you. Hugs.
2: You've
0: been listening to Talking Galactic with Joyce Keller and Lane Keller. To connect with Joyce and Lane, or to check out our other shows, head to Lifesource.global. And don't forget, hit the like, subscribe, and share buttons. This show has been brought to you by Source Light Productions.